Alright, welcome back to Witty and Fabulous. This is part two of our movie episode with our guest, Roland. Hey guys. Uh, Zach, do you have an intro for us? A fucky-wucky? Ooh-woo? Okay. Roland, do you want to kick us off? On the way here, um, I was thinking, because I, I took a lift here. Yeah. Um, I have this reflex where I, when I'm in the back seat, I slightly lean. If I'm the only person in the back seat, I lean towards the center. Yeah. And I look out the front windshield. Yeah. I don't do it if I'm not the only person. But if I'm the only person in the back seat, and then I catch myself doing it, I'm like on my phone, and I'm like, why am I leaning to the side? I'm not even looking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just like an instinct. I don't know what that is. Like, my body just like. I, so I, I will do that too. Right. Um, but also, I have a tendency to get like car sick. Uh-huh. So I always want to be like in the center. So I like have like the same view all around. Yeah. But also, like, if there's nobody else in the car and I'm the only one in there, my ass is going to that middle seat. I'm going to sit directly <laughs> really? in that middle. I'm going to make eye contact That's with the driver. Move. Yeah. I sit in the middle seat. I sit in, in the, the back. fucking middle. Oh You're going to be That's that awkward person. They're going to give you, like, a rating after you, like, passenger rating. <laughs> Weirdo. Two. Yeah. <laughs> Made eye contact the entire way. The whole way. Directly into the, like, rear view mirror. Yeah. I, I, so I took an Uber back from uh, my car dealership when I had my car serviced. Yeah. Uh, and like the dude kept talking to me and every time he would ask me a question, I would, cause I was in the middle, in the middle of the back, I would just like look him dead in his eyes. Cause he uh-huh. looks like, you know, you're driving, you like, you look in the mirror when you ask somebody a question, right. but every time I would look him in his eyes, he would look away. And I'm just like, no, nah, I'm gonna keep looking now, my friend. Huh. I'm not going to look away. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like every single time he would like, look and look away, <laughs> look and look away. It's, yeah. Maybe they're just nervous. Maybe, but I wasn't. Hmm. And that's what mattered. It's okay. just funny that yeah, you saw the situation. You're like, no, I'm going to dominate this. Right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Like you may be driving, but I'm in control. Yeah. Oh my. Actually, it was also funny because he, instead of going the way that Uber told him to go, yeah, he and I both knew that just staying on, like military highway, to get That's to here moment. was was faster. Yeah. Totally. Um. But. The Uber navigation told him three times to, like, mm. take this exit, take that exit, take that exit. So I got a notification on my phone that said, are you safe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I've seen that before. But it's it's a cool little moment when you and your driver, I, if I go, like, hey, man, if you want to take the, and then he's already like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I know this way, too. And I'm like, yeah. sick, dude. All right, cool. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, okay, we're going to get there. Like, you know, and, and uh, by the time you need to get there or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a nice little moment for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I'd be lifting a lot. Yeah. What kind of car? Do uh, you still have the the Jeep or whatever? Or no, I got rid of that uh, over a year ago now. Yeah, I, so I got rid of it yeah. last November. I traded it in, and okay. I got the car that's out there now. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's electric. It's a um, Volkswagen ID4. Because I listened to the episode where you talked about your windshields. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounded like pretty wild stuff. Fucking wild as shit. Yeah, I actually. Wait, just that's, that's done, got, right? Huh? That's all done. Yeah, it's right. done okay, yeah, now. Yeah. Finally, now. Just like a couple weeks ago. How many months did that take? I, I broke it in October. Okay. Yeah. October. Just a what windshield a, what replacement. A what a journey indeed. As a Volkswagen owner. <laughs> They're in back again. <laughs> <laughs> I I lost my shit 
so I say I lost my shit. I, I calmly lost my shit with them. Because, like, every time I feel like I'm just going to, like, go full absolute Karen. Like, yeah. I'm brought back to, like, my retail time at Apple. And I'm just like. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rain it in a little. Mm-hmm. It's not that lady's specific problem. Even mm-hmm. though she has an attitude. It's not her fault. The most perfect Ethan moment when you said um, either SafeLight as a whole, as a company, is an idiot or you are specifically. <laughs> and then you hung up the phone. I was yeah. like, yeah, checks out. That check, that's, that's Ethan right I, <laughs> I was so irritated. <laughs> that was good. But then this most, this most recent time, like, I saw my car. Like, they, like, I checked in. I gave them my keys. They took my car to the back. They brought it back up mm-hmm. and then told me like four times that they were calibrating it. And I was like, I'm looking the fuck at it, my friend. You're not calibrating shit. You're not doing a damn thing. I've been here oh since 8. Gosh. It's 3 p.m. Wow. Oh, wow. I was I was so hot. But then I saw this redneck dude just like ripping them a new one because. For the same thing? Sort of, yeah. So the first time they replaced my windshield, they put uh, an aftermarket windshield on and not OEM. Um, and I didn't know, they didn't say a word to me about it until they had to reorder a new one and their corporate office that handles all the part ordering told me, they're yeah, like, Hey, we yeah. don't like, we are out of aftermarket, which is what we put on last time. We're going to have to order you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, the yeah. fuck? I had right. no idea. I thought like, I was told it was going to be this and I'm like, Oh no, sorry. You can request. Yeah. But like, if you don't say anything, we're going to put we this on. We just give you whatever. Yeah. 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 And I was like, yeah. well, that I'm glad we problem. know that going right. forward. But like, right. nah, you're going to put the real shit on there. Yeah. But this dude, like, like he was like, I paid so much money for this car. I don't want aftermarket. I want, like, like yeah. this. And he, like, yelled at them so much. And they didn't know what he was talking about. It's, he walked around the counter and was, like, showing her shit on her computer for her. It seems like companies like that just set their employees up for the okey-doke, like, so badly. You mm-hmm. know, like, it's just a logistical failure on their part that people who deal with customers have to deal with every fucking day. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and it's it's unfortunate that they get that heat, you know. But it's 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 the way the way it goes. It's the way they set their stuff up. So, yeah, I, you know, yeah, it's weird. I I try so hard to just like be a good customer because like yeah. more often than not, like it's it's but exactly sometimes that. if you don't like really make your case, things don't happen. Unfortunately, you don't want to yeah. be like you don't want your issue to be seen as like I'm just being a pushover. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. I. My way of not being a Karen is I'm still a Karen, but I'm just like, I preface with like, look, I understand this is not your fault. You didn't make this problem. You didn't create this situation, mm-hmm. but I'm going to, I'm going to go off. I'm going to, I'm going to say some words. I'm going to yeah. let you have it. Uh, um, just know that it's like not that. for you specifically. I, like, that. Yeah. like, uh, so, I mean, if you think about it, people that actually make things happen, are good at listeners uh, at listening mm-hmm. and extract the information that's useful from that. That's what yeah, makes good right. managers. That's when, a good when, point. That's when you have, when you have point. a, when you have a really great manager that you vent to a lot, they extract information from the vent and then they do something with it. They, they create a solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, my soon to be useful, ex yeah. manager is like that. Yeah. She will be missed. It's yeah. good to have like a level head like that who can just take in the chaos and make a neat little, solution out of it kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. like i think that that really mm-hmm. i don't know I, I, that's how i flourish like i i vent but mm-hmm. like we find creative ways to pull from it sometimes you need that you know you can't let yeah. that build up because you know 
the the rabbit holes that you can go down in your head are crazy and sometimes you need to vocalize that and put the ideas out into the world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um to to keep your brain from going down those crazy pathways because i know for me that's kind of how it goes you know it it's taken me a while to feel comfortable venting yeah at my current job interesting because of what i have like gone through at my previous job because mm-hmm. like they're venting or like sh- like sharing any sort of thing yeah. that wasn't like the kool-aid yeah, 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 yeah. was seen as you not being ready for anything else other than yep. your current job forever correct so any problem that you have mm-hmm. you basically have to be quiet about mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and so like it took me a while to like open up to the point where i'm just like hey queen sit down we need to talk mm-hmm. it's it's all about how you position it you have to phrase it and you have to say it in a way that's like I'm bringing you this problem, but I also know if we did this, this would be the solution. Understood. Like positioning was like like the bread and butter of previous job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like like fully. Mm-hmm. It was just like the managers that we had, or at least the managers that I had there when I was there, were just like not not good managers. Oh, okay. <laughs> the whole world didn't hear it on the other two mics. Exactly. <laughs> So glad you covered your microphone on Thank the you. only two sides out of the four. Have you ever seen somebody do like, like I have a secret and then like, go like I this? Have, I have so. a secret. No, but like I, I had this girl that was like friends to me in high school. And every single time she had a secret to, to tell you, she would cover her eyes and tell you the secret. Mm. And yes. I'm just like, bitch, who are you not telling? Right. And that, <laughs> that's what I just reminded myself of. <laughs> No, they're, it's funny because you can sometimes there are managers out there that like instead of like being able to tell that they're coming up with a solution, they feel you feel like all the points that you're making at them are just bouncing off and going nowhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're not even they're like a brick wall. You know what I mean? Just and at the end of it, they go. So, do you want to do the thing that I said we should do before? Because I didn't register any of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, call them I out. You have to call them out. You have to you have to make them own the situation. And be like, so what are you going to do with the information that I just gave you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Uh, we're like, okay, well, we're going to do something about it, or either I'm going to go to corporate. You have to start making make yeah. the managers work for their money. They get paid a lot of money, so it's like when I was a manager, they made them work for it. When I was when I was a manager, happened. like I had to deal with all the shit. So it's just like. I, I made it work. I took all the feedback. I did whatever yeah. I could with I it. I mean, like from an employee to manager standpoint, yeah, it really is the main thing because it's yeah. like you gotta. You have to be receptive. My last manager at previous job, uh, like, definitely was one of the ones where you would just like go through all of, like the steps of like this is my problem, this is the result, these are yeah. the things. Here's what we can do differently, and they would always like get to the point where it's time to like start talking about solutions and be like. Well, the vision is this, that, or the other, and like, it it was never a positive experience talking to them. Mm-hmm. Hated that. Yeah, that's the vision. Yeah. Yeah. This is the goal. This is kind of we've come together. And yeah. We've had it, this goal. You know, yeah. This is our goal, and this is what, yeah. It's yeah, and this is what it's going to be going forward. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is the manager that I got into Regime a shouting change. match with. In the mall. The, I don't know. Those are the types of managers that you have to have, like bread and butter them up. Truth. That's so irritating. And make it their idea. Be like, well, you know, do we want to be the pioneers? I don't of... have time for that. Yes, See, but you have funny. to. If you want to be the change that you're complaining about needing to happen, you have to appeal to them. The crazy thing is, those types of managers are like that at home when no one's watching. That's the that's the that's the problem. <sighs> that's when you know you're dealing with a real final boss. Is there's no. There's no veneer. There's no mask. That's yeah. who they are. 
You know what I mean? They really party like that. Like they I live feel bad for their like family. That. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just it's uh, it's crazy. There are people like that out there, and you, you can kind of see it, but um, you just gotta kind of wonder, you know? Yeah, what that type of life is like, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, it's if they're trying to move up like that, then they're trying to move up. But that's one thing that sort of like I've wanted to move up to a position like that before but it's the type of thing that makes me question whether you want to deal with the stress because yeah no with all the goals and stuff like you know you can it seems like it's intrinsic but you know there's somebody putting those objectives on them to meet those goals you know yeah and so that's how much stress they're under they're trying to get a little troop of people to behave a certain way and they have no control over what those policies are they're just getting told what to tell someone else yeah you have to be ready to become the puppet right 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 yeah you're, right, gr- you're going to do what they tell you to do. There's also a point where... Throw like, out all those ideas of like, I'm going to make this a better workplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, no, you're going to do what they tell you. Right, but, yeah. like, <laughs> but I've seen here at my current job, with uh-huh. my current manager, like that's the situation that they're in now. Mm. But my manager now levels with me and is like, hey, this sucks. We have to do X, Y, Z. Therefore, I'm going to be doing X, Y, Z. Yeah. Reason being like one two three over here like this has to change before anything else can change and that's not changing i hate it you can hate it too you can all hate it together but this is what we're doing Mm. like just like taking a moment yeah i agree like Like, acknowledge that it sucks for everyone 100 percent, and just say like hey this is what it is empathy yeah like like just doing that and not reminding me of the vision they're not even allowed to do that though like a little like like whisper moment yeah, no, could be you're all right. you yeah, need. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, listen, I get it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like I this agree. conversation isn't happening, but yeah, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the tea. One hundred percent. Like person to person. Like, yeah. Forget it, professional. Like you know what I mean. Like corporate, whatever. Like person to person. That's yeah. The relationship that matters. Yeah. And I feel like that's the difference between a good manager and one that mm-hmm. sucks is just like like seeing you as a person and not just like a, yeah. a tool. Well, so going back to movies, have mm. uh, just about just workplace manager stuff. Have you guys seen Office Space? Mm-hmm. I have not seen Office Space. I've seen clips, like probably. clips. I, of it. I just yeah, 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 yeah. I vividly remember okay. Stapler Man. Yeah, it's just a great workplace comedy. Um, just one of the one of the best ones. You know? Oh yeah, and then like the fax or the printer is it on your yeah. server? Probably. Okay, I'll I'll add it to my list of shit to watch. It's like one of the best ways to use 90 minutes i could possibly think of okay yeah yeah, yeah. It's all right fantastic um mike judge the dude who did um beavis and butthead and king of the hill and stuff um mm-hmm. he is um one of the guys who made it okay um and uh yeah just one of many home runs that he's done over the years so super good yeah. oh yeah i'll watch it mm-hmm. workplace uh comedies are up there i'm about it well there's this movie called waiting yes waiting is waiting. great yeah. I love that movie. One of, uh, Ryan Reynolds breakout roles. Uh-huh. Oh shit! a waiter. Yeah. <laughs> Dane Cook is in that movie, and he's actually kind of funny in it too. The the Tourette's, <laughs> the Tourette's chick is so great. I don't remember that, but <laughs> I'm gonna Google it real fast. I think you're like, gonna Google I, it. I, yeah, I think I might have seen it. There's waiting, and then there's still waiting. I had never. I never. I, saw I, I don't think I watched the second one. Um. Wait, Anna Ferris is in that too, yeah, right? Yeah, Anna Ferris is great. Yeah, she's in that. That's one of also one of her first major roles. I think when I, I think, think of her, I, think I always think of that. scary movies. Waiting, uh, like all of them. Well, the first time I heard the phrase "What the fuck ever" was that movie. <laughs> what the fuck ever? Yeah. 
at the end, Ryan Reynolds, he goes, oh, what the fuck ever. He's just a, such a, the way he enunciates it. You know what a mm-hmm. nice F-bomb, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just a, just spring in the step, stick the landing, you know? Like, oh, just yeah. a fantastic F-bomb. Just, you got to appreciate it, you know? Oh, truly. Yeah. <clears throat> It's been a while since I've had Judges a going successful up 10, 9.8, 10, 10, 10. Like, yeah. Yeah, just nice. Yeah. yeah, Ethan's usually twos across the board. <laughs> I mean, because I'm in an office, I'm trying to, like, be quiet about it. Oh, okay. Can I keep the volume low? Yeah. Like You're like, I need every, everyone People needs... on the phone, you can't just, like, can't... people can't hear me on the phone. You're like, a closeted F-bombs. F-bomb thrower? Well, no, I just don't want, like, someone across the fucking floor to hear me <laughs> dropping it. I have to it. catch myself a lot. I say... Sh- did you you heard me i don't have a filter and yeah, it's I like i sit life. behind someone that works in our loyalty department okay so it's Which like is, the mm. irritated clients so mm. it's like they don't want to hear that she yeah. always looks like she's like moments away from just like crying and leaving i would i would be if i worked in loyalty she, she she, looks, you're just constantly being yelled at by clients about how inadequate your software is she looks Damn. like the sad face uh snapchat filter that poor girl she i i thought she was gonna have a breakdown as she walked from her desk to the window to open the blinds or close them <laughs> it was one or the other it was early in the morning you're just like thank her goodness desk there's... is yeah. like four like physical steps away from the window okay and just like watching her get up out of her chair to walk and do it like i really thought she was just like jump. like like this was this is this is it this is it. There's nothing else. Oh my and I God. thought that she, like she would just like like every step like plunge her further into despair. Dude. <clears throat> Crazy. Yeah, I mean, I have no filter at work. I, I don't... try to be respectful there. Like I'm new. There. If I'm talking to like me. our director, I'm not going to. Well, see, she. So another reason why is because she leaves her door open and she can hear everything. I've whispered shit to like my cubicle mate yeah 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 just like 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 a weird situation uh-huh. like experience actually i'll tell you about it i'll tell you about it okay. so there was a so i have this giant i don't know if it's down here i have this giant water bottle that has like a like a spring action straw it has like mm-hmm. this like silicone something or other at the bottom when you flip it open the straw pops out mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't it's something that's like stuck in the bottle whatever sometimes it doesn't and if i'm not looking yeah it's not like it's not there and i'm just like yeah like just like tongue out like my description like a fucking giraffe yeah my description of it was a giraffe looking for a leaf but i whispered that to him i whispered it to him and then from like like two desks down into like the little office you just hear our director going that's so funny i was like bitch i whispered that that wasn't for you you may have heard it but like stop yeah i'm embarrassed now wow giraffe i love that <laughs> that's all i could so think funny. of Man. tongue out going in every yeah, direction yeah. <laughs> where is it 100 100 <laughs> oh shit especially when you're like on the phone trying to like be quick about it and just like get you a little sip and get back to talking and then you're just like just like <laughs> that's, tongue a, that's enough to like put the brakes on any conversation you're just like I agree wait yeah. what <laughs> like, can i can't place you in a brief hold i'm having a malfunction <laughs> But, like, to get that straw out, you have to, like, close it and then, like, shake it like it's an Etch-A-Sketch to, like, shift the straw back to the hole so it can pop out again. And okay. so, like, it just really looks like I'm having a temper tantrum. But really, I'm just, <laughs> just like, shaking. Yeah, you're just yeah. like, <laughs> Really, I'm just very thirsty. <laughs> Stupid. <sighs> oh, my God. Any other movies? Any other? 
Um, I can't really think of any other. It's like a random that really fit into. We're talking about movies, we're talking about work, talking about yeah, technology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna title this episode? I don't know. I'll okay. find something. I'll hmm. listen to it again, and then I'll uh, I'll come up with something fitting. Cute. Can you think of an episode title? Um, I don't know. Not one that isn't cliche. Mm. We're not um, opposed to a cliche, though. I was looking at this cup, and it reminds me of one of those pens. I don't know if you've seen them, like the straight ones where you press the button and the whole thing crinkles. Crinkles? Yeah. 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 So uh, I was going to, like, a wrinkle in time or something, but that's, mm. like I said, that sounds cliche to me, but that was the first Have thing. you seen that movie? Nuh-uh. You've never seen that movie? No. Watch that movie. What movie? Oh, wait, wait, no, 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 a wait. Wrinkle in time? Not that one. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The, you mean don't the Superman guy, Chris Reeve, or what is his name? Hang on, Superman and No, no, hang on, I'm gonna think it. Uh, the Star Trek guy? Nope. Hang I'm on. curious. Yeah, same. <laughs> what do you got? Time travel movie. Somewhere in time. Somewhere in time. I've never seen that. The movie was made in 1980. 1980. Yeah, basically he goes back in time and falls in love with somebody. Is it his mother? I hope not. I don't think we find out. Oh no! But He's then he, but then like he just like wakes up in his normal time. And oh no! There's a Star Trek episode about that. That's 1980 crazy. romance fantasy. Playwright becomes fascinated by a photo. Oh, it's like he stares at the photo long enough, and he just like shows up in that time frame. Oh, he hallucinates it. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of like that. Yeah. Well, there's. What are like some good movies that are like, they get you hooked and then, oh, it's usually so, M. Night Shyamalan movies. I have this one movie that I bring up sometimes just because I feel like it's so slept on and it's so unbelievably amazingly good. Okay, uh, okay. It's um, Children of Men. Mm. Uh, it's a Clive Owen film. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, from yeah. 2006. Like, um, no babies. You got it. It takes yeah. place in 2027. Alfonso Cuaron directed oh, it. Um, Soon. It's uh, uh, Clive Owen, Julianne Moore, um, and some other heavy hitters in there, too. Uh, but just the filmmaking, the the color palette of that movie, the realness um, of the dystopian environment that they yeah. create, the opening scene of this movie, you can just look it up. It's the It'll just knock you on your ass. Like, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, man, I'm strapped in. Like, you know, the credits, whatever. Like, it come, it fades in, and there's, like, it's one of those things where the title sequence happens after an event. Yeah. So it fades in, and you're like, huh, like, hustle and bustle. You can hear city sounds. Then this thing happens, and yeah. it just flashes children of men on the screen. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's you, you're in for a ride. So I've only um, seen that movie one time. Okay. I just when added it, it to the server. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. like, years ago. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, yeah. And I don't think I had, like, the mental capacity to actually, like, like, take in the movie i've seen it so many times at this point like i just keep rewatching it because it's such a feast for the senses everything about it michael kane is in it too Mm -hmm. um and he's awesome in it he's so good uh and it's just everything you want out of everyone in the movie every and that's when we talk about a a piece of art that it has love involved in the work everyone in that movie is dying to make it the best thing they can make it Mm -hmm. and you can it just comes right through the screen um, every piece of laughter, piece of dialogue is just is filled with so much care, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and every shocking moment uh, just leaves you like just, you know, with bated breath until the next yeah. one. Uh, it, there's a, I can't remember how many minutes long it is. A one take, one of the most famous one takes in all of cinema, and it takes place in the third act of the movie. 
Um, but it goes for so long with no cut. It was so many different action like sequences in it, and um, just the little details in that movie are just amazing. So nice. it, it's one of those things you can keep watching it. The rewatchability is unbelievable with it. Um, but the Sopian futuristic films, that's in my top top like favorite movie. I'm gonna have to sure. rewatch that movie. The yeah. only thing that I remember from it mm-hmm. was the beginning, and then yeah. there was like a part where like he's talking to somebody. And they're just like, "Oh, do you hear that ringing in your ear? That's from yeah, that." Yeah, Julianne Moore. Yeah, you're 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 losing your hearing because song. of the yeah yeah yeah. Because yeah. yeah, she has to um, she's part of like a terror or quote unquote terrorist group um that's uh like pro immigrant pro refugee and um mm-hmm. they uh they have to kidnap Clive Owen to take him to like a safe place so that he doesn't know where it is. You know what I mean? Right. So then he um they that's right before they put the bag over his head and. And uh, they drop him off in the street and kick him out of the van. And then he throws the change at him and goes, here you go, bus fare. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I don't know the server, so I'm going to have to watch that. Because I don't yeah. think I've ever seen it. You would love it, Zach, I think. Yeah. I have a question. What's the like most depressing movie that you think you've so, ever seen? I got it right off the bat. I got okay. a couple contenders. But my main one that it will just literally like leave you wondering what is existence um, is probably 21 Grams. Is okay. up there. Requiem for a Dream is kind of like an, a layup answer. That's mine. Okay, I gotcha, gotcha. That's okay. mine. Um, that movie made me sob because I felt so bad for the mom. But then, like, yeah. everyone else's story is just so depressing as well. But I connected with the mom more. Mm. And, yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a super long time. Definitely yeah. need to rewatch it. But 21 Grams is Naomi Watts, um, Benicio Del Toro, um, a couple other really good people in it, too. But it follows the story. I can't really say anything about it without spoiling it. It's just... It's a family tragedy that happens, and it's how the people that survived it deal with it. Mm. Um, and the way that their lives get intertwined in the setup, it's one of these like dramatic irony pieces where like the audience knows more than the characters do. So you're like watching them head for this like collision. Car, yeah, this this moment of just like you know insanity um, in the third act and unbelievable filming. Yeah, you know, um, it's just. That the the movie that's one of the reasons why the movie Crash is so good um, because it literally I haven't seen that movie yet. It's like a metaphor for itself. Like it's like you're watching a like a, a vehicle is that the one with Jared Leto? Slow motion. No, um, I don't believe Jared Leto's in it. Um, Crash has um, Matt Dillon and Michael Pena hmm. and um, some other really good people in it as well. I don't know why I'm blanking on the rest of the cast. There's a ton of really good people in that movie. Um, I'll have to check it out. But uh, yeah, depressing yeah. movies. I, I love them. I can't. I honestly can't get enough of them. They're probably some of my favorite films. Really sad. Do you cry at movies? No, I don't. I so I purposely but, avoid movies that I know are gonna make me sad because like I cry in Apple commercials. It's very yeah. I yeah. I, I fucking what there was there's one specific. What the fuck? So I'm just I'm I'm an emotional being. <laughs> You're just a weak ass bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna leave me alone. <laughs> I there's there's this one fucking specific, Apple commercial. <laughs> you know, hey now you're like twelve megapixel camera. And you're just like oh, uh, uh, oh emotions. <laughs> no, there's like like any any Apple commercial that like like tries to hit you in the feels hits every time. Okay, there's specifically a Christmas one where you think like it it like takes you through like this family Christmas moment and you think this kid is like on their phone not paying attention in the end and of they're it, creating like a little yeah, family album so thing and, and they're like, playing it oh my god 
this. It is very I can spot emotional pornography when I see it. It's <laughs> very difficult for me to respect it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. The 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 obvious heartstring pull. That's why like I mean, there's people that watch Hallmark movies for real. You know, there's my people mother. out there that are You're just who? like my mother. Uh-huh. Value watching Hallmark movies and having fun watching them. Okay, there's people out there and. She's an inside ass queen. <laughs> I like the unpredictable ones. So like that, the, you're not predicting it. That they're comfortable being spoon fed that emotional. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's nice movie, to have a good cry. There's a movie, the the Christmas Shoes with Rob Lowe. If you ever find this movie, it's unbelievably awful and it's hilarious. Okay, it's about um this kid's mom who is um dying. And he wants to buy her these shoes for Christmas. Oh my yeah, God. exactly. Yeah, and he can't afford them. So Rob Lowe's like in line at the store and he buys them for them. It takes them on this whole dumb journey or whatever. Yeah, but right. But how much more obvious, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, and it's Christmas time. It's just like, bro, like, please, can you take, it's like you put like cheese and like, you know, it's like, it's like the most decadent macaroni casserole, like American pointless dish you could think of. You know what right. I mean? Just like. Velveeta. It's it's totally artistic Velveeta, dude. You know what I mean? It's just processed cheese, dude. I don't know how else to put it. I yeah, I feel like you have like two different. Well, for me, I think you have like two different types of movies that you get emotional for. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you have like Hopeless, which is like Requiem for a Dream, because mm-hmm. it's just like you just feel yeah fucking dead inside yeah. after you watch it. You're just like, what the fuck? And just like yeah. you, you can't think of anything else. You can't right, do right, anything. Right. Yeah, totally. And, and then you have like I cried at Coco. Mm. The Disney movie, mm-hmm. like when when the Lola, like started to remember the song and like she started to perk up because of the music, See, and I was just like, like yeah, oh my yeah. god! But you know, those are yeah, I like those there's two. emotional triggers out there that people know what they're doing. But I don't know, I I I haven't cried at a movie in a really really long time. I can't remember. So me and Ty are rewatching the Hunger Games movies. Mm. We're, on, we're about to start the last one. Did you cry at a Hunger Games movie? Every fucking one. There's been like just like a moment. I'm just like, every yeah. fucking fuck. Yeah, Did yeah. you watch the prequel? Jesus. Not yet. We're watching all the regular ones first, and then we're gonna prequel. Are you judging me? The Simon? silence is loud enough. You don't need to be judged. <laughs> <laughs> I, we just wanted to watch them in release order. Okay. Well, I was like, if you were about to say. Re- uh, in order, I was about you're wrong already. No, in release order. So I lied. Uh, the the movie, The Family Stone, made me tear up. I watched it this past Christmas. I watched The Family movie. Stone. Who's yeah. that? Who's in that one? That one has Rachel McAdams, Craig T. Nelson, Dermot Mulroney, um, Diane Keaton. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh. Uh, who else? Luke Wilson is in that movie. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker. Wow. Is in that movie. Um, Claire Danes is in that movie. Um, a lot of heavy hitters. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of turtlenecks. Uh, if you want a good early 2000s turtleneck fest, get the family stone, dude. For I do sure. I do love watching people in turtlenecks. Oh, man. It's turtlenecked out. Yeah. Forget it. We love that, that. that era, Plus, turtlenecks Rachel were Rachel McAdams, it's like one of her first kind of breakout roles after The Notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, she knocks out of the park in that movie, too. And she's amazing, by the way, in general. Yeah. So, yeah. Is there like a movie you haven't watched yet that you want to watch? That I have not watched it. Well, everything we've talked about here so far. <laughs> wow, you're doing I great. I haven't seen a vast number of these. I think I want to. Um, I've seen lots of previews for it, but it's called Dick the Musical. <gasps> I have heard about that. I keep seeing like little snippets of it on TikTok mm-hmm. of like the she plays Karen in Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. and she also oh, plays Karen um, in um, Will and Grace. Rashida Rashida Jones. I think that's a director. Parson, not Parson Rec. I'm thinking of The Office. 
Whoops. No, yeah, yeah, not her, not her. I know who oh, you're talking her. about, though. <laughs> the, um, she's, like, married to, um, what's his name? She's the one that has life? a voice, and she's, like, always drunk and Will and Grace. It's, oh, it's Karen. Oh, Megan uh, Mullally. Yeah, 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 her, yeah, her, yeah. her. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I saw her in, in the movie, or in the preview. She looks hilarious as shit, and there's a whole bunch of other star stars in the movie that I really yeah, want to see. It's, it's, it's going to be very funny, and I think my friend. It's on my server. I think. Um, we should have, like, a movie night. We should, we should. That would be fun. Yeah, I think I think Becca has it also, and she's like threatening us to like, to like make us watch it with her. You should just you just have people over your house to watch a movie. Well, ha- we have to go to her house. Her TV's better. What movie? Her TV is better. The, the Dick the Musical. Oh, yeah. Dick the Musical. Right. Her TV yeah. is better. Her TV's better. Okay. She has like a like a theater grade projector, and like her whole wall. I was is gonna the say TV. you can count on her to have like. Of course, of yeah, course. Like most premium movie. Yeah, shit like ever. she's 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 a, if, uh, a if, steelbook Blu-ray collector. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. If if movies are to be had and she's involved, they're yeah. having any at her house. Indeed. Like she she is the the movie queen. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, physical media. I every time I that know. she's over here and we watch something on TV, I can just like see her just like almost recoiling by like the watch experience so i i'm just gonna like <laughs> she's like this is not 4k Ew. well she's like she's not like coming say, directly from a disc say anything about it but like you just see her going okay let's, let's watch <sighs> like I, i'll just i'll stomach my way through it it's fine <laughs> i think um like having physical media right now is actually like a really fun thing um and i'm a huge proponent of it like i would say the easiest way to get into it is like go to the thrift store mm-hmm. and just get like 10 dvds that you like and just put them on your shelf yeah the feeling of knowing 100 percent that you don't need an internet connection you don't need this service to work you don't need whatever all you need is your dvd player and your tv yeah you just grab it it sounds simple but we've we've you know evolved so far past it that it's like a novelty now you yeah. know what i mean but to have that thing you know and to put it in your player and put it in boom and it pops up and you got you got a, maybe an extra or two you got a, maybe a, maybe a subtitle if you want that you know yeah. guaranteed you know what i mean there's like there's just some things that come with it yeah that make it a special thing and i think i only have like two movies in my house that are on dvd yeah. i have the hardest deceitful above all things and then um auto or up with dead people which is basically like gay zombie smut Okay. Okay. okay it was supposed to be like an art film, but like it's like so zombies all, fucking guts. All the physical media that I own are things from my childhood, which is which all is, that. Oh, look, it's Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter from my childhood. Shut it. the fuck up. Yeah, uh, we love Harry Potter. You do, and uh, movies that Becca has given me. Mm. I I I. Agree you have with you. cassettes. Ooh, yep. Um. I think I have upstairs uh, in my oh, office. Oh, is that Aladdin? What is that first one next to Pokemon? This is... Is that Return of Jafar? Yep. Look at that. Speak of the devil. Wow. The least favorite one. That I you know. were just talking shit about. Ooh, is is that Pokemon the movie 2000? No. Uh... Oh, is that a redo? No, that's the redo. That's, the, that's their like the redo one. Movie. I know. So like Mew and Mewtwo have like a rematch. Um, I can't tell from here. Okay. In the one, the movie, the first movie was Pokemon the movie 2000, I think. I think you're right. And that one, Pikachu does cry. Yeah. And Pikachu's tears, like, like ashes like, so dies or whatever. Like, yeah, it, like, Going to him. see that movie in theaters was, like, an, an event in my life, dude. Like, yes. I still can picture every piece of that night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh i forget what i got like they were like giving away things yeah, like you Mew, got uh, something you promo card yes i don't know if you got that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they were given the some of them i remember burger king had like the gold plate things remember the gold plate i had all of those um i'm wrong pokemon the movie 2000 is the second movie okay got you that's the one with i almost said luigi with lugia <laughs> oh wow what the fucking <laughs> that's the one with luigi <laughs> No, oh, it, that's yeah, that's the that's that's the other that's. I love the idea of like uh, Luigi's like such a spare character that he's looking for work in other franchises, and he just shows up in a Pokemon movie without Mario. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean, like Mario's clearly like getting hired for he's booking gigs left and right, but yeah. Luigi he's got to find him where he can get him. You know, have yeah. you played Power World? <laughs> no, I have not played Power World. <gasps> so I've seen footage of this game. Have you seen footage of it? I've seen footage of it. Oh my god. How does this game exist, you guys? It, Nintendo, Nintendo is apparently investigating them. Insanity. Coming for them. So when I was watching it, I was uh, my job was on the floor. I saw like maybe uh, I saw video game Donkey. Do you guys know who Donkey is? Mm-hmm. He's a really funny YouTuber. Like uh, just talks about games and stuff, and has his own um, game studio as well. Um, but uh, yeah, he was just did a quick video on it. The title was like how to give Pokemon how to give a Pokemon a gun in Pokemon with guns. And uh, yep. and so it's all, he went over how you can like beat them, butcher them. You can capture people. Yeah. And you can once you train. Uh, also, the game tells you that capturing people is inhumane. Still lets you do it. Um, and you can give them guns. Like you can give these things guns to shoot. Other... It sounds like the Grand Theft Auto of Pokemon. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. It's like it's crazy. It's, it's wild. But the, so, like... the problem is they combine the GTA with the Pokemon. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> like you're essentially like ca- catching these pals or pokemon yeah and catching people and like building a base out of it and like they're like you're giving them all tasks you're essentially like taking them and enslaving them and like giving yeah. them tasks well, to do. The different and you can put them to work yeah um so you can have some that farm or some that build mm-hmm. stuff or whatever you can have them do different things like mm-hmm. animal crossing but you enslave them and they're trapped. I I want to play, Sweet. but I also like I know how my brain works, and I wouldn't be able to get past them being Pokemon. And I'm just be like, Even this isn't right. They're not. Sentient. This isn't Pokemon-y. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, holy crap, dude! Like, it's weird. I don't know. When I saw it, I was just like, this looks like a weird experience that like a desensitized a desensitized ten year old would just have a field day with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's it, that's we're talking about dystopian. That seems a little. It's gotten enough pop. It's gotten popular enough for. Game Freak and Nintendo. To... Yeah. So they, because they made a mod where they skinned everything with legitimate Pokemon uh, IP. So they made the Pokemon. So like, an actual they person? Were, yeah, or they're, already, the... they're already so close to it, though. They made Ash Ketchum, like your main character. They made him Ash Ketchum. They made all the Pokemon real Pokemon. Like, mm. they, that's a skin that they released. They put out, like, a like Oh, they second. did it themselves? Yeah. So the, the one of the one of the developers, I don't know if it was a person from the game or if it was a user that made this mod. Oh, okay. But this mod exists, and they put a 30-second video of it up on X or Twitter or whatever. And um, it got taken down immediately by Nintendo. Um, Ooh! Within the same day, I think. Like we're like not that. playing games. Oh yeah, it was super fast. It got just, it got taken down, and then like you said, there Nintendo's um, the amount of in, lawsuits Nintendo's going to drop. Yeah, like investigating the matter or whatever. But I feel like what's interesting that my roommate brought up last night when we were talking about it is that Nintendo's sort of that that Pal World has sort of created a different bar for that. So now it's like mm. Nintendo almost has to like play this different so, game than they've been playing. I saw know? a TikTok like, of you remember like the first Iron Man movie. Where like Tony Stark like makes his little thing in his chest, mm-hmm. 
and then dude is um like the bad guy is like trying to get the scientist to make like a big one mm-hmm. and like it's impossible he's like tony stark built this in a cave yeah, yeah. and it's like nintendo talking to game freak uh, <laughs> power world built this yeah with no yeah. tools yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> built this in a cave with yeah, scraps exactly <laughs> you can do it yeah yeah is that jeff bridges <laughs> who was that yes. yeah it was uh, yeah 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 I just recently rewatched Dude. Tron Legacy. Oh yeah, he was in that movie, wasn't he? I love Tron. That movie is so good. It was, mm-hmm. it was okay. It was, mm-hmm. you know, they're making a third right. one, right? No, no, they no, no. Yes, they are. Tron Tress. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what it, that's what the picture of the just, the chair said. Jared Leto's in it. Okay, no. that's cool. That's cool. I hope that it does well. Same. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I I I liked it. It was good. The second one. It just didn't. It didn't press any button that, like, it didn't check my boxes. Did you, you like the, the original? Oh, yes. Okay. From the seventies, you mean, mm-hmm. or the eighties rather? I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the original is cool. I uh, I saw Tron Legacy. I just thought it was cool. Like the soundtrack, like being Daft Punk was awesome. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Them being in the movie it was dope. Um, but it was kind of a standard like. Uh, I don't know if it came out during the summer, but it has summer blockbuster vibes. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like here's all the ingredients. You know, we got some you know like generic looking white dude protagonist with and there's olivia wilde and here's jeff bridges and remember tron and here's daft punk and have a good time yeah you know it's, it's like, very that yeah yeah but 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 um i know that they're like tron is like its own universe too so i know there's a lot of people who are super into it but, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. are there movies that you think should have had sequels or well yeah should have se- have sequels that you would revisit hmm Mm-hmm. Okay. So my favorite movie of all time, okay, is Stargate 1994. <sighs> Didn't okay. they have tons of like B-list sequels? So, no. Oh, okay. What they have is a spinoff series that like takes like the the generic premise of the movie mm-hmm. and like makes a show out of it. And the show's great. I love the show. I watched it when it came out. It was cool. Mm-hmm. But they don't like one for one match everything that was in the movie. And Probably the creator of the legality. movie was even like, Hey, like cool show, but that's not, that's not mine. Yeah. We like, we didn't, that's not what we wanted for this. Um, originally Stargate was supposed to be a trilogy. Um, really? Yep. Mm. But I they, mean, it had everything there for it. They did, but it was two creators, like two dudes that like combined their separate like movie ideas to make Stargate. And they were like collaborating together and they were the ones together planning two and three. Um, but like creative differences and like time mm. problems, like ne- neither of them could like get together and agree on what to do for two and three. So it never happened. Yeah. Um, I can think of one off top. Um, okay. Dread with Carl Urban. The one oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Dread to me is such a fantastic movie. Um, that whole idea of him and Olivia Thirlby basically taking down the entire building full of criminals by themselves. I just don't know why it never got a sequel. It didn't make any sense to me. It was so potent. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what, um, like if it's Marvel or DC, but it's like originally a comic book. I think it's Marvel. Um, but, mm. uh, it's, you know, it has so much potential to be amazing. And the whole thing is that dread is like a vehicle for the storytelling. Like the real stuff happens around him. You know, he's, He's one of the. He's kind of like a static character where the dynamic character changes happen around him in his stories, and he kind of is. You can rely on him to remain steadfast and remain the same. That's kind of part of why his character is the way it is. You know. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, that movie to me deserves all the sequels. Like I, I would want to see that universe be so developed because Carl Urban is so good as Judge Truly. Red. You know, you are not the law. <laughs> I am the law. You know, yeah. It's so dope, dude. It's I love it. I think for well, I don't. It's a, it's like a movie that I grew up with, The Dark Crystal. Have you ever heard of it? Yes. Didn't that get a series on Netflix? It got a prequel series and they canceled it after one season. Oh, no. I'm just and like, it's so sequel. cute. What, what series? The Dark Crystal. Um, Jim like Henson. I've heard of it. Oh, okay. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I like yeah. that and Labyrinth with David Bowie. Oh, true. That's a wild movie. It, it is. is. Yeah. It's like, it's it's definitely dated for sure. A lot sure. of dick print, the whole movie. Mm. Coming from that's, David Bowie. That's all you remember, huh? Yeah, I mean that. I was gonna say that whole era of Very David Bowie's pants. career is just dick print. Dick print. I mean, you know, if we're gonna, if we're gonna yeah, be real, it's you know, I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't notice until I rewatched the movie recently in the last couple of years, and like all, all I could think of was just like Jesus Christ, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Look up glam rock in this like sweet uh, Gary Glitter T Rex, all these bands, dude. It's a lot of yeah. A lot oh my of god, a lot of a lot of dick print. <laughs> I don't know, but I liked the um the Dark Crystal. It had an interesting story. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they could have done it without puppets, but like honestly, that was the charm. I liked it. What was the sure. story? Um, so there are these things called the Skeksis. Mm. Um, and bad I cannot... guy birds, huh? Bad guy birds. They're bad guy birds. Bad guy birds. Yeah, bad guy, bad guy birds. birds. Okay. Um. Oh, do you remember what the other things were called that they split into? Like the long necks. I think they were just called long necks. I don't remember. I don't know. Um, but there's this thing called the dark crystal. The crystal split and two mm-hmm. beings were created from it. The Skeksis and the long necks. I don't know what they're called. Um, and then there's these other things, these other creatures that are supposed to be protecting the crystal or bringing it back to life and bringing it back to whole. Yeah. And the Skeksis used the crystal to drain the life from the gen um, to remain immortal okay but it's like in it's in a different world it's in space there's Whoa. lots of puppets lots of sounds pretty trippy it, it is very trippy it's like fantasy yeah. yes mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah very fantasy That's i don't know I, I liked it but you know yeah. no sequels yeah definitely watch the the netflix show okay um yeah, the age of good. resistance nice okay right on it's a cute start you don't get all the way up to where the movie took place yeah so just imagine what happens in between I like uh, I respect original fantasy franchises because of how much world building goes into it, mm-hmm. and that's why I think Lord of the Rings is so awesome and how it kind of they really set the standard for that. I feel like, and I mean, I'm sure there's it was done very artfully as well. Like, yeah, they, they took the time. And um, I just honestly, I, that's I've read a little bit, just the little, little bit of like the first part of the Silmarillion, you know, and just the how the language. That's such a hard read. God, I, I can't even listen to the audiobook. I just I fucking drone on. Love it so much uh, because literally, it's just thinking about him making this shit up. He's fucking making it up. But that, yeah. I mean, that to me is so. It's like some people think about like basketball a lot and some people think about like math and they really dig math. this guy's just like the balor and you know what i mean like yeah. all these amazing like stories and they sang the universe into existence and mm-hmm. there are certain gods that have come into like form into this plane of reality but they're also still gods like like gandalf the white for example you know mm-hmm. but like all these different things and um yeah it's just to think of some one dude just sitting there making that up is just bored one pretty... day i was like you know what yeah, exactly. let me just make up a whole new world <laughs> yeah fuck this one it's like yeah I'm, <laughs> well it's respectable it's 
it's still this world technically mm. it's still earth but like many ages ago okay you mean uh, like uh this like lord of the rings universe yes yeah. okay yeah yeah it's all yeah, it's, it's like all earth man but yeah. like middle earth old time yeah okay Men. Truly, yeah, and and the the well, per the, fact the lore. That he, he includes men in the the story for yeah. a reason, and, and to use it as like it's almost like a, it's like a vehicle for like an uh, like a societal allegory or something, mm-hmm. you know, um, and to show the the faults of mankind as opposed to other types of beings that are still sentient but not men, because in our world um, we're the only sentient species. Mm-hmm. There's no other sentient species of being other than humans. And so that this allows Tolkien to include elves and dwarves, and he can make up tendencies for them to have because we're none the wiser. We're the only right. reference point we have, so it's kind of neat. But hey, any puppers. fantasy writer can do that. Yeah, I mean any good one, you know. Just yeah, depends. truly. I'm trying to think, I don't any fantasy books that have you read do you read a lot of books you don't read i don't read i will listen to some audiobooks (laughs) but you boy don't read nor yeah i mean i've been listening to audiobooks when i go to work because that's the only time i really have it but um what do you what what audiobooks do you like sci-fi space a specific one um so i i all the way through i've listened to um they're called the babaverse books it's um about this dude named bob who like dies like in our time frame um but he has like signed up for this like really expensive subscription where like if he dies they cut his head off freeze his head and then when medical technology gets to a certain point where they can just like revive him and regrow his body yeah um they'll do that Uh uh-huh uh but fast forward like a couple hundred years uh and um like the government doesn't exist in the same way anymore like it 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 gets very like um like religious yeah like christianity is the government now and like if you're dead you're dead you don't have rights oh, and so wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. what they've done like the government has like seized all like the frozen folk and have like thawed them and like scanned their brains into computers and like have them running just like like shit around the house like around oh, the, wow. the town like infrastructure wise okay, yeah, like yeah, sure. garbage trucks yeah uh like like big like drilling rigs for like resources oh. that's fucked up There's yeah. like we're not gonna give you a life but we're gonna make you do yeah. mundane bullshit so his when they thought him out they were looking for someone with a specific like mindset and aptitude and they like put his his little brain computer cube mm-hmm. in a spaceship and they're like you're gonna go be this space probe because we just discovered um like faster than light travel Mm -hmm. so you're gonna go like find us a world and then report back yeah and like his the whole premise of what he was is called a von neumann probe so it goes to a system Mm -hmm. uh it mines some resources makes copies of itself and then the copies spread out and go to other systems okay and eventually like you report back with like this world this world this one is viable right um but because he's in his previous life he was like a computer programmer like he's able to like get past all like the imperatives like you have to do this do this and Uh he is just like just a dude in space just Uh hanging out doing whatever and it's very good okay very very good didn't you tell me to listen to this one i did i've told you many times (laughs) is it a podcast or a book it's a book oh it's it's four books oh i just started listening to wool Silo. Loud fabric, I guess. Did, did you watch the show Silo? No. On Apple TV? No. Okay. 
No, I, I didn't. So it's like the the world is like toxic or whatever and wool. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's a three book thing and the first one's called that. Let okay. me let me make sure I'm saying this right. Wool? Cuz you There's only one Yeah, way to yeah, say wool. It. That's what it's called. Um <laughs> and I don't know why I named it that. Um Basically, the world has ended for the most part, and everyone's in bunkers underground, mm, and it's mm-hmm. like this giant cylinder that keeps going and going and going. Um, and Straight to hail. Whenever people commit a severe crime or just are done with living in the bunker, they say, I want to go outside, or either they get evicted into the real world. And to everyone's knowledge, everyone dies like after like 30 seconds of being outside. Right. And they have to clean the camera because everyone has a camera outside of the bunker that they can see the dust and shit and yeah. it just looks dead. So, I'm, so there's like this theory that it's not that and they're all just being brainwashed. That's what season oh, one is about. That's a, that's an interesting like recurring kind of thing, uh, I think. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've seen that movie Snowpiercer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's on the train. a similar vibe. Yeah. I mean, for that, it's actually real. And we see it in the movie when that guy sticks his arm. Remember, they make him stick his arm out the window. Yeah. And it freezes solid. Yeah. Um, but uh, there, yeah, there's. Uh, have you seen the movie Logan's Run? Mm-mm. It's a, no. a 70s sci fi film. Uh, you've seen Austin Powers, though, right? Mm-hmm. So remember Basil Exposition from that movie? Mm-hmm. Basil, his, like, confidant, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The eye patch guy? No, that's number two. Oh, Wait, shit. Yeah. yeah. Is, Basil is like uh, he's he, remember he's like um it's they live man. in like city dome kind of situations yeah so that's what Logan's Run is yeah 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 yeah, 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 totally, yeah. totally yeah so it's and then it's like what's outside nobody know you know don't go out there but it's like actually real people like living yeah. off the land um but uh, that movie yeah super like uh, I would say pretty influential um like sci fi film from back then but it's random that the actor who plays Basil Exposition and Austin Powers was in this sick like seventies sci fi film that like sort of laid the the groundwork for other yeah. films in the future so. that was a really good movie logan's run yeah, so good cool um, i'll have to watch it you should okay <clears throat> you it's a classic okay it's a classic you yeah. should watch um they have like Philo, they have like sure. uh like a hookup tv and yeah where they just like change the channels to people that they want to bone and uh and they they the costume design of this movie is insane they're wearing the most crazy futuristic colorful stuff like, yeah. what's it called again logan's run, logan's run. <laughs> oh yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird how they, there's like a whole societal thing when you get to a certain age. I think don't they mm-hmm. like kill you or something? Thirty. Yeah, yeah, thirty. Exactly. Once you hit thirty, you're done. Yeah. They oh, like, Michael York. You like go to like a like a suicide yeah, circle. Yeah, Michael York. That's his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who plays Basil? Yeah, and him. I just think of him as Basil because I grew up watching Austin like the Austin yeah. Powers movies. So when I see him, I'm like, oh, it's Basil Exposition. What's your favorite Austin Powers movie? Oh, uh, the first one, dude. I would say. I mean, I just have to stick with the first one. Just... I like that one, a gold member. Goldmember's good. Um, the mm. second one's good. I would say the first one and Goldmember are the most like memorable of the three. Mm-hmm. For sure. Are you, are you sleeping? You The wine's hitting. How, Sleepy time. How classic um, Elizabeth Hurley's performance is in the first one is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but Beyonce does kill it in the third one. And Truly. The, the comedy is pretty, pretty good in the third one too, for sure. Just a lot of physical comedy in the third one, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you so much. Indeed. Yeah. I had a great time, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. It was a lot of fun. Um, I always have fun talking with you guys. And Mm -hmm. this whole project is so cool, by the way. Like, just the parts that I've heard from it are just so awesome. Um, and I can't wait to see where it goes. So, yeah. Thanks. For sure. Yeah, thank you. 
Love Passion Project. We love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been fun so far, mostly. Awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. follow us everywhere. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.